<laughs> they really thought they'd fooled us, didn't they, Arthur? Oh, they thought they were so clever. I saw through them straight away, of course. Didn't you, Arthur? Oh, yes, Mr. Cohen. Yes, we did. My wife. <laughs> My children. I don't think so. Well, we put a stop to that, didn't we? Imposters. Imposters. And they'll never find me now. No, they don't know this house like, like I do. Know it like the back of my hand. Don't I, Mr. Kerwin? Oh, yes, Arthur, yes, you do. Yes, you... Wait, where is it? Where is the catch? Trapped? We can't be trapped, Mr. Kerwin. Oh, Arthur. Arthur, what have we done? What have we done? Previously on the Cracked and Crooked Mance. <laughs> I'm just jumping at shadows, gentlemen. Gentlemen? Just reach out and touch the book that you feel drawn to. But your other hand makes contact with something unnatural. So I back up right to the banister and um, I go for, rather than the casual thing, I go for a Sparta kick. The walls seem to shift. As he's saying this, I realise that I'm thinking about the vines. You hold it right there. The Doctor here has been in touch with forces beyond our understanding. In the dance, you don't ask a question when the gods bless you with an insight. I grab it, jab it through my hand. Fuck's sake. You see the door and you see something coming under it. Mm. Oh, fuck that. There is a figure in the door, silhouetted in a long coat, holding an axe. I shoot immediately. Oh, oh my God, you shot me. I was talking about the ghost, and I think this is the ghost. This is the, this is the goddamn motherfucking ghost. We need to get out. We need to get out the back. We need to get out the back now. Something's here. Something keeps trying to eat me. There's plants in the walls. And then suddenly the front door explodes as your car comes smashing through it. Oh, and it's now jammed. It's now jammed in the hallway on its sort of, at a funny sort of diagonal angle. So we turn and we see, as we leave the back door, a car coming through the front door. Yeah. But it's just sort of smashed into the front door, like it's just blocked it, and your car's fucked. Well, um, there goes our ride. Fuck, fuck, fuck. But, but maybe... What do we do? What but, do we do? But maybe that's something that we could use to set this place on fire. I'm sorry, Sebastian. It's okay. Yes. I, uh, how, how much uh, fuel do you have in the tank, Sebastian? Well, I filled her up in town, I believe. Uh, yes, that's perfect. I believe that there is a demon in this house. And it is set upon killing us, or indeed enslaving our souls for a purpose far beyond my ken, or indeed yours. It's set upon killing you, Mr. Palmer. It didn't even pay me any attention when I was down upon that coal pit. It went straight for you, as if it Where knew it could make man? use of you. Where is the young man at the moment? Well, I'm still, I've gotten by the collar, I'm sort of trying to like hoist him up. I, on my broken leg, you know. I'm, I think we're all sort of stumbling along together. Yeah. yeah. I, I had the impression that I was helping Palmer and that um, Rose was helping the young man, or and vice then, versa. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you're yeah, all yeah. just sort of I club. think we're in, a, we're in an ugly... We're in a, yeah, we're in a really... Na National Football League clump. Yeah. American football. Behind you, you hear the noise of splintering wood outside at the back and the smashing of glass. Out the back? Oh, Goodness me, they told us very specifically not to break any windows. <laughs> now, sounds to me like windows are being broken. Yeah. Is that, so as we're leaving the back, as we're sort of going through the back door, we we hear outside. Are we still in the, thresh, are we still on the threshold? I imagine you're, yeah, on the threshold. Which way? Shall, the vines, the vines, don't go left. I am, um, I immediately start hobbling towards the car. Through the house? Yeah. Okay. If I can hear this thing suddenly outside, it sounds to me like it's circled round and it's out in the back now. How badly does this car look like it's rammed into the... Badly. It, the wheels have been pulled off oh. of it. 
Fuck a duck. Oh, in which case I don't <laughs> no. start walking towards the car. I was thinking I might be able to do some immense drive roll and save us, but... Well, I like it. You, you've spun uh, around, right? you spun around to do that, but... I spin around, I see it. I, I think I, I spin around with you. Unsalvageable. Um, in which case, I, I sort of... Uh, I pull out the steak knife in my one hand and I, I carry on hobbling out the back door and say, uh, come on, there's tracks here. There might be a tractor or something we can use. Uh, the, in, in the detritus of all of this chaos... Can uh, Rosalie Damien see any balustrade uh, poles that look a suitable length to be a, a weapon? Uh, yeah, there's some lying on the floor in the middle of the hallway by the stairs, which is where do- the doctor fell. Uh, and there's the ones on the banister of the, of the stairs. Right, so I'm going to dash for one of them. Okay, so you get to the bottom of the staircase. What's everyone else doing? Oh, fucking no, I don't I'm know. going out the back again. <laughs> I'm dragging the young man with me, mainly because... My upper body strength is very good, but my legs are fucked, so it, I don't think it's going to affect my speed much. So I'm just sort of hopping on one leg away from the house. I'm sort of, if we're coming out the back door, I'm heading down the track that we saw. Yeah, so you're turning left, are you? Um, not not around the house, because I don't see the point in that anymore, but like I, in my head, there were the two trap doors, the two sort of beer cellar doors on the back of the house. Yeah. The... Door, back door in the middle of them and then tracks leading away so I'm following the tracks wherever they go oh the tracks just led up to the um, to the to the cellar doors yeah and then they go back around to the front of the house oh I see yeah they oh, were okay. deliveries basically oh I see I thought they might lead off in a different direction in which case I do still follow them around but um, maybe not like at such speed that uh, yeah well the cellar doors have exploded open oh, and Pseudopods are coming out of it. Lush. What does the doctor? Yeah. What's the doctor doing at this point? Just check. the doctor, um, <laughs> frozen in horror in the back doorway. Frozen in horror in the back doorway. Um, but he he he's, he runs into the kitchen and picks up uh, the oil lamp, and then he suddenly says, "Salt, salt!" And he goes to the um, the back door and tries to scoop up as much of this line of salt as possible in his hand. What, on the cellar, on the cellar steps? Exactly. Yeah. Okay, so you scoop up. He tries up. to scoop up like a handful of salt. It is really just a handful. That's yeah. what there is there, really. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, as you turn round, the um, the chimney that is in the... Um, that's sort of the, the flue of the stove, um, you get the sense that something is, is coming down it. <laughs> um... Santa? Let's see. Uh, Santa? It ain't Santa. <laughs> oh no! And in fact, yes, this this sort of pseudopod comes out of the of the chimney. So I need a sanity roll from the doctor for seeing it. Um, I failed my sanity roll. Okay, um, Seb. I think probably because of the the intensity of it, I need a sanity roll. Yeah. Again. Yeah. Oh, seventy one. Mm, oh, yeah. falling. Uh, oh no! Wait, my sanity is seventy four. Oh, Back in the game. You don't, you don't lose any sanity. Um, the doctor loses three sanity. <laughs> That's intense. intense. In terms of how fast these pods are moving, because mm. um, I'm sort of glancing backwards, obviously, as we sort of limp along this track, are they moving as fast as us, faster than us, or slower than us? What's your move speed? Uh, oh, yeah, good shot. Um, nine. So you'll be on a minus one because of your leg. Yeah. Um, so they're moving about the same speed as you. Okay. In which case, my focus is trying to get us away, but I'd like to, unless, if it, if it feels like it's hindering my movement, I won't do it. But if it's something I can do while I'm sort of helping the kid towards the front of the house, along the tracks, I want to take out the bottle of mescaline and um, feed him a little bit of it. Okay. Oh, that reminds me. I think it might, it might give him some, like, it might make this experience less horrifying for him. Okay, he doesn't lose any sanity either. Um, okay, so that's what you're doing. Uh, so, actually, Seb, I'll need a... So you're running for it, basically. Well, I'm hopping for it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> give me a constitution roll. Ten on my 35 constitution. Okay, fine. So you, your move rate stays at eight. Okay. Um, uh, Rose, you're at the foot of the stairs. You've picked up this balustrade. Perfect. Bit of balustrade. Perfect. Um, however, however, you start to notice these pseudopods pressing in between in the gaps between the car and the doorway coming uh, through, and um, something 
massive is coming down the hallway corridor to your... Oh, uh, to Christ the- alive. I, I want to run to the back door. Can you give me a sanity roll for seeing the pseudopods? Yes. Uh, I want to run to the back door, but I think my mind is taken up with these reaching tendrils. It's not not by a lot. Again, it's another... It's a fucking... Oh, I was two away from that one. No sanity loss. But uh, which way do you... Uh, to the back door. To the back door. Okay. Is that is that away from the, the big thing that's coming? Uh, yeah, because yes. uh, essentially it is, isn't it? Because it's yeah. not... Wherever the big thing's coming from, I want to go the other way. What does the doctor do? I meet Rose at the back door, I think, probably. Because I come out of the kitchen. Yeah. Um, and, and I say, some salt, take some salt, put it uh, anywhere about your person and I put a little bit of salt into Rose's hand can I can I roll occult uh yes because oh, I do have some points this will be the third occult roll on salt occult roll on salt <laughs> so I might be rep- repeating myself I, I, I want to be very specific as as I understand it we've discussed that salt is warding and, and that if we're breaking warding lines that might be letting something out of the house uh, which which I'm very unhappy about the idea of because if this is a demon yeah. and it's been contained within this house... Well, you won't need to roll for this, but what I will tell you is you know that, but you also know that this line, uh, when the Doctor mm-hmm. found it, was inside the house, yeah. it was on the doorway to the cellar door. So it wasn't um, protecting the periphery, if that makes sense. Make of that what you will. So the, the line of the salt was on this side of the cellar rather than on the inside of the cellar. It was on an internal door. On an internal door. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not that the whole house is being warded against a specific... It was just the cellar was being warded, Mm. potentially, so that you can keep it in there. But I guess he wanted to buy enough salt. It's like like understanding the advanced section of of the dance. You you have to... Eventually, you can't be thinking ahead... As to what the next move is, you just have to know it. And the, and, yeah. and the thing with understanding anything that is beyond human comprehension, there comes the, those rare moments where you give your body over to the transformation of the music. Your, the music is the catalyst that transcends. Do you say all that? I think that's what she's, that's what she's thinking. And she's thinking, are you inside the music or are you outside the music? And she grabs the salt she grabs the okay. soul. Uh, okay. She grabs the soul, but perhaps not for the reasons that the doctor thinks. So I give her a little bit of salt, and then I put a little bit in my own jacket pocket. Mm-hmm. In my head, the doctor's just sat there seasoning a haddock. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> and then, and then I run towards the car with my handful of salt and the lantern. Fucking hell! Okay, so there are pseudopods coming either side of the car. I think I scream, Doctor. Okay, uh, let's uh, let's go into Dex order here. I think that's probably best. Oh, I think I've screamed, Doctor, and and he's running away. But he's so committed, I get this strong sensation that I might be wasting my time if I try and. Uh, it's really tough to, to decide on that one. But well, it's your go. What do you want to do? Yeah, I, I, I think I I see him run, uh, and it it horrifies her. But she runs to the other two who are already outside, right? As far as she understands it. She had a sense that they were leaving. She maybe even saw them go. Uh, so I think she she runs to the other two. Uh, I think in her own mind, I tell myself that I'm going to come back for the doctor. Uh, and as I go past the door, mm-hmm. I lay the salt down on the, out, on the outside of the door. Of the back door. Okay. Um, nice. So you leave a little trail, a line of salt. Yeah. Um, okay. And um, whether I see the other two working their way around or not, I don't know. But possibly. Just to check. So the creature, the, the pseudopods that are coming from behind the car, they're coming from outside the house. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what does the doctor do? How many? How many of these things can I see? Four. That's a shame. Um, well, as I run towards the car, I'd like to start shooting at them. Oh, hang on. I haven't got my gun in my hand because I've got the lantern and I've got the salt. Uh, throw the salt. Or do I throw the salt or do I throw the lantern? <laughs> I am. Um, oh, fucking hell. What I was thinking that I wanted to do was put the salt in the petrol tank and then blow up the car. Okay. But I don't really know how I can do that with all these pseudopods in the way. So I'm gonna, what I'm going to do is I'm going to put the lantern down by my feet, mm-hmm. take my gun out, and take a few shots at the pseudopods. Okay. I'm going to do a three. A... <laughs> Can I use that like as in move from one to the other? 
Yeah, uh, it's just a penalty die on each one. Yeah, that's what I'd like to do. Uh, nope, missed the first one. Oh, yeah, I... Um, how does that work? That's a penalty die. You take whichever's the, the higher number. Well, that's... Oh, dear. That's a malfunction, then. Oh. So two fails and a malfunction. <laughs> so your gun jams. You need to uh, spend a round fixing it or whatever you want to do. Yeah, fine. Um, if you want to use it again. Um, oh, my God. Uh, the one gun we had. Yeah, that German craftsman. Wow, we've done really unluckily there. Um, is Sebastian Palmer still legging it? Is that his plan? Yeah. I'm trying to carry the boy with me. So, actually, your pass gets you a plus one on your movement, so you're actually on uh, nine again. Okay, so... Um, uh, okay, so, as you're legging it, I'm going to need a dex roll to get through the, the muddy patch. My dex is good. I feel good. Yeah, one. <laughs> Look at the stay on that. Fucking hell, I'm double, second one of the night, mate. I love it. So, you actually get two actions per... Um, Per thing, so that cancels your first one. So you get a second one because you're slightly faster than the right. super ones. Okay. Um, so you can you can. I can't move any faster with them. that second thing, but I could. You can move. You can move again. You can move. I'm gonna just keep moving. You gonna keep moving? Because I'm holding someone up. All I have is a steak knife, and I kind of <laughs> my my instinct, my intelligence check from earlier tells me that these pseudopods are sort of uh, connected to some heavier mass of thing that is in the house so the further I get from the house surely the harder it will be for them to follow me that's what my instincts are telling me so um, I feel like we missed some crucial book I feel like we missed something well you didn't you didn't go everywhere upstairs no we didn't it's not it's not it's not too it's not too late as soon as I broke my leg and started having my face sucked off I was sort of out of there it's not too it's not too late to go upstairs if you wanted to so the pseudopods uh, yeah they close the distance a little bit um only move once. They're they're right behind you, uh, Sebastian. You've you've you can hear them sort of slapping in the grass and the mud next, right at your heels. Um, uh, and the pseudopods. Uh, who else is dealing with pseudopods? Uh, the doctor. The doctor's dealing with them. Yeah. Um, let's see. So of the four pseudopods, three of them are successful in their attacks, but you can uh, you can you can dodge or fight back. Oh, I would try and dodge, but one of them did get did get an extreme success. So dodge is good, but you'd need an extreme success. Try and dodge. So I need extreme uh, success on a dodge. Yeah. Holy heck! I need one extreme success and then two regular successes. Oh fucking hell! That's massive. Well, that's one fail. Oh my God, <laughs> we're, t- we're totally outmaneuvered. That's two fails. And that's one extreme success. Okay, so one of the pseudopods that did the best doesn't get hold of you. Good. <laughs> you see, it sort of wow, comes straight at you, and you manage to sort of duck uh, into the grip of another Matrix. one. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they they, they begin um, grappling you. Uh, so we'll deal with that in the next round. And um, where was Rose at this point? Uh, well, I think I was... I, I just laid the salt. Oh, you were putting salt by the door, weren't you? Yeah. No pseudopod for you. I think this salt is about as much use as a chocolate teapot, to be honest. It's like a marzipan dildo. Yeah. Well, what I just realised is I probably stopped them from being able to go in through the back door. That, that doesn't make any sense. Unless we then haul ourselves well, up back inside. It's, uh, it's your go, uh, Rose, so uh, what do you want to do? I've laid that down, and I, I look off to the to the right because I'm thinking he'll have gone right because I said don't go left um yeah to the right you see nothing just the thick wet garden and is there is there a path around the house yeah we've we've walked the house before yeah and yeah but we didn't we didn't go around that way you d- yeah you didn't but it, it, it yeah there appears to be a path around um but I can't see them right and I'm thinking they're slow so do, do I see them off to the left in my head I'd sort of reach towards the front of the house by this point but I may be- I mean uh, I'm a lot faster than you so whatever you've done <laughs> you've been you've been fanning about with ballast I ain't been fan- fanning about you've been dragging a man uh, He's turned the corner, so you, you can't see him that way. All now. right. I mean, dexterity 74. Seriously? All right, fine, fine. Whatever, whatever, whatever sells the story best, slash yeah, railroads, slash railroads me into chaos. Uh, fine. Yeah, in which case I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run right, because obviously they would have gone right. I'm sure they will. Mm-hmm. He'll have taken my advice. Uh, and I'm not going to look behind me. 
in case of some kind of horror that I might see. Not yet. Okay. So you run to the right. So presumably I make only three yards because everyone else moves 25 yards faster than me, even though I'm dexterity. Even though you're <laughs> gazelle. What's your move rate? Yeah, that's a good point, actually. I'm not, not that great. <laughs> well, well played. What is it? What is it? Yeah, what is it? That is a good point. Six. I feel like you're... Oh. <laughs> that's really bad. Yeah. That's worse Why than is mine. it so bad? Why is it so bad? Open. Because you're an old lady. <laughs> it's like you're a gazelle that can sort of spring into action briefly, but what, overall what, your endurance is fucked what, what, what makes the, the move rate? It's it's your it's your size relative oh, to your dex relative you're so to tall. your strength. So oh, I my strength is low. So I think you're a clum you're like a clumsy giraffe. Clumsy, I will kill you the next time I see you for that. <laughs> um, but yeah, you get she's around. Not, the she's not that fast. She's out of breath by the time she gets to the corner, and I think she does cast a, a backwards glance. Just just she's getting doubt now. She's thinking, hmm. did they go? Did they go the way I advised? And she looks back. I'm going to cool wires Yeah, I wish I fucking had one after seeing Dominic there. Give me a spot hidden roll. Spot hidden, Jesus. Okay. How fast? You see something pressed up against the window of the laundry room and the parlour room, which you, I don't think you went in, um, but pressed against the windows are these eyes and mouths. Oh, no, no, no. It's a translucent shape. Oh, no. Um, and sort of strange, sort of tendrils, sort of almost like flowers, but like flowers you've never seen before. Oh, fuck no. Strange shapes. And things are floating beyond. Um, Santa. Sure. Yeah, strange uh, shapes. Yes, the sanity. Which I have also passed. Uh, so you lose two sanity points. Two sanity points. Only two. Um, let me know if anyone goes mad, but... Dannon, what do you want to do with your two movement actions? Um, where am I? So you're just around the other the other side of the house to uh, Rose. Yeah. And glancing about, do, do I still feel like I'm being chased by these things? Or do I... Yeah. Yeah. Well, I want to use them both on move then. There's like a fallen tree in the way, like a tree trunk that's covered in moss. Uh, so I, I, I'm going to need a, a dex roll just to vault it. Right, let's do that. And that is a 22 on my 65. Absolutely shat all over that. You get the sense that you've you've made a, a pretty good distance. How oh, does he manage to do that with one broken leg? Oh, fuck knows. Well, I mean, three limbs is enough, right? I've got this guy. I just get him in you a headlock. I've done it gracefully. I swing him like a discus over it by the neck. Roll over just, it. Like, roll, <laughs> roll over him. Um, well, sorry. What Land on your next? good leg. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's that's it. So you've made some distance there. You feel. Uh, what's the doctor doing? Um, well, oh, um, you're you're being grappled by these yeah. pseudopods. So can you give me a strength roll to try and get them off you? Oh wow, um, that's a it's a reg, it's a hard success. I could make it an extreme success if that would help. Um, I think it would. They just rolled a three. Okay, I'll do it. Then I'll spend six points of luck. And then that is an extreme success in my strength roll. Okay, so you break free from one of them. And the can you give me another strength roll? All you need to do is pass. Oh, well, it's a hard success. Yeah, yes. You've broken free from both of them. That's what we're talking um, about. But they're still there, obviously. You pull them off your body as they try and, like, reach to your face. Oh, like lamp Possibly your arsehole. I would like to... Um, oh, I don't want to let go of this salt just in case. I'd like to take that oil lamp and smash it on the floor mm-hmm. next to me. Yeah. Um, you do. Near, near one to see whether that has any effect. Yeah, it doesn't seem bothered at all. Oh, for fuck's sake. Um, They're completely unbothered by the fire. Oh, have you start, set it on fire? Oh, because yeah, exactly. it's, it's, it's an oil lamp. So. Um, that's very true. So uh, give, me a, give me a throw roll. Oh, Why? Uh, just to see if you hit like hit on target or if you just oh that's a success fucking okay. hell now it's all happening so you hit one of them it's gonna do some damage it might not be quite what you're looking for but um do you want to give me a d6 roll d6 yeah one okay um so one of them you see part of it shrivel and blacken oh and and sort of smoke comes up off of it um and then it just sort of, it flops in the fire, um, but it's 
moisture begins to smother the flames. Oh, no. And it's going to take... So it'll take a while to smother it, I think. These pseudopods aren't happy. No. Um, so they throw themselves into the fire to try and extinguish it. I'll roll damage for them. Four, one, and six. No time for them. The pseudopods chasing Sebastian uh, kind of give up the chase. Um, they yes. begin retreating back to the house. Um, and uh, Rose didn't have any on her. Um, right. Uh, and at this point, yeah, uh, the doctor, you hear a noise, a sound coming from your left. And as you look down the corridor, something vast and translucent, what you saw earlier, has turned a corner. Now you get a sense of its true scale. Um, it's huge. It comes bulging out of the doors as well and re- reforms with itself. Um, the walls kind of warp and twist as it sort of gets engulfed in its body, in its mass. You can see there is not only a horse's head, there's parts of a half-dissolved or half-digested horse's body in there as well. Um, there's also various other animals, uh, some raccoons. Um, and then floating there, floating round the corner, is the body of Arthur Cornthwaite. Of course. You recognise his face. Large parts of him are now just skeletal. Um, uh, he's sort of got this glazed expression. One of his eyeballs has been completely digested, um, and he's just sort of floating and turning over in in this in the mass of this strange vegetable-like ooze. And that's a, another sanity roll, I'm afraid. That's a fail. This is it. This is what we've been waiting for. Finally, your sanity score is going to reflect your role-playing style. (laughs) That's what Whitford was talking about all along, wasn't it? The stolen horse. A horse went missing. Yes. I knew it was relevant. Oh, shit. That had completely passed me by. You lose ten sanity points. Ten! (laughs) Fucking hell. Well, I'm... I'm... I'm doubly mad, right? I, because I've lost. I've, oh yeah, you got crazy. I, I mean, I've had all of it. I've had over a over a fifth Ooh. in a day, and over however many in one session. I'm indefinitely insane and temporarily insane. Well, it's just the the indefinite will take priority. A kind of anger overwhelms you. You suddenly feel this red mist descend. Perhaps it's the same red mist that consumed Johnny Fitzgerald 60 years ago. Perhaps it's the same red mist that consumed Arthur Kerwin 30 years ago. And you just want to kill. Want to kill. Well, it's... I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for Arthur Cornthwaite. So I um, hold my gun up and fire three shots indiscriminately into... Your gun clicks three times. Oh, yes, of course. I didn't <laughs> fix it. <laughs> but then, but then as you look behind you, back down the corridor to the kitchen, that axe is just lying there. The axe is just lying there. I run to the axe. <laughs> you snatch up the axe. Fuck's sake. Um, history repeats itself. Wonderful. The horror, the horror. Uh, what's Rose doing? I'm running, I'm running around the side of the house. Absolutely horrified. I think, I think if there was an involuntary action, gosh, what was it? Well, the windows are beginning to crack and break as this, this mass is just pressing against them. Um, I don't know if you can see me by this point, but basically my whole trajectory has been, now they've left me, it's like, get to the gate, get out of this place, get... You know, so I'm going back the way we drove, however far I am. I think there was a wild scream. That was my involuntary action when I saw this, these, all these eyes at the window. But now I'm running around that, that right side of the house to try and get to the road, or well, yes, I suppose so, just to try and get, get, get away. And maybe see if I can see the other two, who with Boy and Palmer. Uh, you're just turning the front of the house and you can see on the other side of the house you can see Seb Palmer dragging this bleeding guy um, along with him 
Uh, the car is mangled in the front of the house and you can see now that the mass has um, poured out of the windows, the broken windows either side of the door and is, is you know, sort of behind the car, um, pressing its way in through the gaps. So it's come out of the house and then it's, got, it's going back into it to sort of claim this floor. Which out of the front. Well, it's just trying to surround. Out, out of the front, is it? It's coming through the windows, is it? It's come out the front windows and has, has basically picked up the car, rammed it into the house, and is now pressed against it, sending its pseudopods in through the gaps. And can I see the the boys? Can I see? You can see Seb Palmer and the young man. Uh, and how far away are they? No sign of the doctor. No. They're just on the other side of the house, so... Jesus Christ. They're still... They're, they've just come round the, the other side. They've come round the opposite corner, yeah. So your eyes meet. The rain is driving down as well, I should have said. Okay, so when I was... When I, when I was back up on the tree... When I was back up on that tree... Did I... <laughs> did I get a sense that there were a whole load of strange plants... That... None of them were moving weirdly or anything like that. No, not you know anything like that. No. And there's a fountain, isn't there? Like a, yeah. I think I'll I think I'll run for that. That could that could be a terrible idea, but I'll 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 point to to Palmer and I'll say the fountain. Let's get to the fountain. Run to the fountain. Um, I will slightly adjust my course, but I'm you know if that's still ahead of me, makes sense. We'll meet up yeah. there, so. Um, yeah, I'll adjust my course slightly and we'll head to the fountain. So you, you, you meet each other at the fountain. Uh, what does what does Dan do? <laughs> I picked up the axe. Mm-hmm. Um, huh. I'm in the kitchen now. Uh, I see the splintered door that I attacked with the axe before mm-hmm. and I, I go through it, wielding the axe. So I head down. Yeah. Well, I head through that door and I assume that goes downstairs. It does. It leads into um, a very gloomy cellar. Uh, I'm saying, where are you, Cornthwaite? We would not be here if it wasn't for you, Cornthwaite. And you fucking Dodge brothers, the three of you, will get you all. Um, Chop you all up into little bits and feed you to the monster. <laughs> so down down here there is, there is water damage everywhere. Uh, there are There's oddly damaged. We were told not to damage the house. There's water damage everywhere. <laughs> the ceiling is falling in. The walls are cracked. The windows are broken. The banister fell under my weight. And there's a fucking enormous translucent monster with tentacles taking off. We were told, be careful you don't break a fucking window. <laughs> and I'm sort of flailing around with the axe. So y- you find these, like... Um, bales of old magazines that have been weirdly crushed they're completely flattened um it's all it's all quite odd there's a load of bones as well there's a load of ant they look like animal bones also strangely flattened and crushed or broken um just all over the place the floor is sort of sticky and wet um (laughs) the walls are sticky and wet uh you are sticky and wet there's some tr- there's a trunk in here that's been flattened as well outwards and it's burst as if almost as if an explosion had taken place inside the interior nah nah um the tag reads ibis redding hotel mm. <laughs> but apart from that there's something else it looks like there's there's contents to this trunk that are sort of lying now on top of its burst frame that are also kind of flattened, which you're welcome uh, to have a look at. Well, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm indefinitely insane, so I'm not sure I'm going to be studying that too carefully, much as I, as a player, desperately want to. <laughs> well, um, as you pass your eyes over it, you see um, what appears to be some sort of jungle clothing, a sort of pith helmet. There's mm-hmm. compass. I take my axe to the pith helmet, thinking it's someone's skull. Yes. Cornthwaite, you fucking bastard! <laughs> And I start hacking the pith helmet to bits. There's also a, there's a there's a machete there as well, a machete, forty five revolver, and a book. Oh, lovely! Oh, oh great! Well, I, I I after hacking the pith helmet to bits, I pick up the machete and the revolver, yeah. and uh, carry on stalking through the cellar, looking for someone to kill. Okay. Um, there's a door on the north wall. There's a door on the south wall. Well, do you want to go back to one of the others, or if you want to stay with me, I'll go to the nearest one. 
Okay. Um, the nearest one's probably the south wall. Okay. So the pseudopods... Oh, yes. Let's see. So you guys are at the fountain, which is not that far away from the front door. Right. Dr. Bergman! Your hands. I'm going to need a... Let's see. This is this is really a dive for cover. So I'm going to need a, a, a hard dodge roll. Fucking hell. And I'll roll for... Um, Joe Varelli, his name is not that you. Joe Varelli, <laughs> not you found that. Not that you might. Have we haven't asked his that. name. Uh thirty-two on thirty-two dodge. To us, he's the kid. So, I need to spend some luck on that or fail. Um, yeah. Oh man. I think I. Think I, I think I fail it. I'm going to spend some luck. It's a lot of luck. I'm going to spend ten luck, and I'm going to pass. Thirty-five on a fifty. 25 hard you said right not, not extreme yeah hard hard or extreme would do it hard, hard. I, i'm gonna spend 10 luck holy shit i, I fail I, um, i've taken this to the wrong place so seb fails joe Varelli fails rose gazelle like leaps out of the way and forward rolls as the car chassis that was jammed in the door is suddenly launched cannonball like <laughs> at the fountain, uh, hitting Seb Palmer and Joe Varelli, possibly crushing them. Let's have a look. You lose six hit points. Okay, well, I'm on five hit points. Ooh. Okay, so you... And you've taken a major wound. Dear, oh dear, yeah. oh dear. Uh, so you're dying. You need first aid on the next round. Joe Varelli, on the other hand, is dead. He's been crushed entirely. And actually, as the viscera... There you go, it could be worse. ...squirts onto your face. <laughs> Can you give me a sanity roll? So, actually, you're unconscious. That's unfair of me. Um, <laughs> but, Rose, you see this. Yeah, I, think, I think I need to do a sanity roll, don't I? Wait, seeing my two friends... Well, seeing my friend... I think my new friend... Showered in the viscera of a, a 12-year-old paper <laughs> Well, all you see, all you see, you look back and all you see is this car just bang on top of these two guys. Crunch. It's thrown a fucking car. I've got, I've got, I've got a fucking banister pole <laughs> against a shogoth. This is seriously unreasonable. I don't, I don't think I've ever been in as bad a position as this in a Cthulhu. We fucked this, haven't we? We have to. Do, can we do a debrief on this one, please? Because Dom, I know, I know. They say the handbook says, don't talk about it afterwards. It's just like, it's finished. That's the awesomeness of Cthulhu. But I think we need an episode where we debrief each other about... Basically, what you're saying is we, we need therapy. This is the we worst we've ever done. We need therapy. I mean, you never went really upstairs. The worst we've ever done. Well, we went upstairs. We fucking tried to go upstairs. We took a load of coke and fell through the banisters. We, we wasted a lot of time. The house attacked me while I was trying to go up the stairs. I took that as a sign. Uh, what am I warning again? <laughs> Uh, sanity, sanity, this is a sanity rule. No, that's a sanity, the big one. <laughs> um, I think I think about my mama, and, and I clutch my pendant, and I close my eyes, and I pass. <laughs> yes, I guess. So it's you, a 43 on 52. You lose a point of sanity anyway. Oh, Jesus, yeah, yeah, quite right. Seeing someone get mangled by a flying car God. and uh, you see Seb Part you, you see Joe Varelli just squashed like a like a bug but Seb Palmer is just trapped under there he's unconscious uh, and it's you know crushed part of him probably but you get the sense that he's still alive and he needs help if it's um, any help to your motivation you may just hear me whispering out of my unconsciousness Saoirse Saoirse I'll come home I'll come home and the doctor, you find yourself in the coal cellar. So I heard, I like, I, ca- I came out to the door and I overheard Rose yelling, um, Dr. Bergman, Johannes. And in response to that, I just yelled, There is no Dr. Bergman. Johannes is not here anymore. Only Wolfgang. <laughs> and I stopped. I hacked my way through the door with my machete. Stop playing a Mozart piece on the obstacle. Stumbled out into, sorry, you were about to tell me. Yeah. The concert. And there's a hole in the ceiling above you that leads into that storeroom. Only there is a sort of gelatinous mass hovering over it. And very slowly, it begins to descend in front of you. 
rolling down from above towards you. I mean, I presume, I'm mad, I'm mad. I can't presume anything. I flip my Zippo lighter and I throw it down on the coal pile in the centre of the room. Let's have a luck roll. Yeah, I mean, that, that coal is almost certainly absolutely sodden, but Johannes doesn't know that, he doesn't know anything. No, no, failed that. Uh, it just doesn't catch, and the thing continues rolling towards you. You do still have something in your pocket. Well, yeah, uh, but I'm mad. <laughs> it's also not actually your go, but um, this is just, uh, it was the thing's go. So, um, Rosalie, what do you do? Uh, I'll, I'll rush over to the, uh, to, to the body of the Union Man and uh, uh, Palmer. And, and I try and I try and pull him out from under whatever part of the wreckage I can. I'm not I'm not strong. I'm not feeble, but I'm not strong. Uh, can I can I make some leverage there? Is there, or do do I have to do a strength check? <laughs> no, no, no. You can you can get right. to him. He's uh, he's just you know he's not under the main body of it. He's just sort of at the edge. So if you want to do some first aid, you can. Yeah, I'd like to do some first aid. The last of the lining of my jacket. Maybe even I take my jacket off, even though it's February. I'm take out the full satin. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm, I'm pulling the, the lining out of that, and I do pass a nineteen. Ooh, it's. Uh, would it make a difference if it's a hard? No, no, I don't think so. It's like it's a good pass. Um, uh, Sebastian Palmer is temporarily stabilised. He has one hit point. Um, you need to get medicine in the next hour, or. It's um, it's back to the the cycle of life and death. How um, how far are we from uh, Gamwell? Ten miles. Holy shit! <laughs> and that's the car, right? The car's gone. The car's fucked. It's been thrown through a building twice. Uh, if it, how's the fuel on this? Is it just pouring over everything? Is there probably? Is it? It's it's all broken up. I'm I'm going to start dragging him. Uh, yeah. You start dragging him. Dear Mama, help me now. Where's, where's the boy? Where's the boy? The 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 boy. He's gone. Help. He's gone. Let him go. Oh, Probably best. And I'm just. I mean, and it's pathetic. I'm sort of. I'm pulling him, and I make two or three steps, and then I sort of slump over, and then I I crawl back, and there's gasoline on us. You and covered in rain. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. And there's all yeah, the gunk. You, you finally get him out, Seb. The you look up and see the crushed face of of Joe Varelli. Looking back at you as you're dragged away from it, and can you give me a sanity roll? For that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You did so, yeah, you did so well to try and get him out. Carnage. Yeah, that's a fail. Oh, fuck. Ooh. You lose five sanity points. So I've lost two already. What did you start with? So many five. Good, solid. You're fine. Oh, I, I actually, I've only lost one already. So I've lost six in total now. Okay, but um, you've just lost uh, five in one go. So you need to do an intelligence check, please. Mm. And if you fail your intelligence check, you won't understand what you're looking at, and you'll be fine. And if you succeed on your intelligence, you will have understood the gravity of what's going on. And you'll go temporarily insane. Um, that's a success. 11 on a 60. Oh dear. The horrible realisation sets in of what's happened, that this car has been thrown by some unnatural uh, creature... Yeah. And it's killed this guy that you, you could have saved him if it wasn't for your broken leg. Oh, the injustice. Yeah. I just scream, capitalism! At the sky. I think it, it's more Catholic to say it's not just because of the broken leg, right? It's because yeah, it's, yeah, it's, well, it's of that yeah. burnt leg, isn't it? Yeah. Well, yeah, the broken leg's probably the good one. <laughs> yeah, it is. And the rest of me is like a fucking dragon. It's like plate armour sliding into mm. each other. Well, it, it, I mean, it looks like the Doctor isn't going to end... Well, he's going to win much worse than you, so uh, maybe. The, the shock of it is just so traumatic that everything goes black and you are out cold. Uh, Rose continues to Shit. drag you through the mud and the rain. Unconscious. It's raining now as well. Oh, it's been raining for a while, yeah. Um, <laughs> and I just, I just used my fucking jacket on him. It must be, like, close to dark now as well, right? Yeah. Oh, no. what does the doctor do? What does the doctor do? The doctor would like to perform some psychoanalysis on himself. <laughs> yeah. Classic. Um, seeing seeing the um, the this 
creature before his eyes, suddenly he's like, I think I might be having uh, some sort of uh, hallucinatory episode again. <laughs> and he fails that. So he remembers Rose's words about the pain. Mm. So he takes the machete and he takes takes it to his his left hand. Oh my God. He takes a machete and chops it right in the middle of his hand. So, But he's doing it kind of blind, so I don't know whether he loses the whole hand or a number of fingers, but he really yeah. goes for it. Yeah, Wh- whatever you fancy. And then he concentrates, so I think he probably loses, I think it goes down like like that, and he probably loses a couple of these, these yeah. fingers. So you sort of take off the Slices side of, of your hand. Yeah, straight through like that. He screams in pain, but that helps him focus. This is the last stag do I invite you to. <laughs> Can't behave rolls, like this. And he rolls a zero nine, which is an extreme success on my psychoanalysis. You realise you it's like you It's a zero six. The pain six. creates a kind of barrier between this this m- madness and yourself it gives you this opportunity to step back mentally and realize that this this anger this violence is not you and you can choose to ignore it um but you also realize that what you're seeing in front of you is no hallucination so what do you do? Well, I don't know if I can do this all on my turn, but what I would like to do is pour the salt that I have left in my pocket into the barrel of the revolver, 45 revolver, and point it at this mass mm-hmm. and, and fire. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> and at the into the centre of the mass. Uh, give me a give me a, a firearm roll. Maybe this will work. I don't know. Uh, I'm going to spend one luck to make it a hard success. Oh, I'd I'd go for an extreme success. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> if you can. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I can. I'm going to spend sixteen luck to make it an extreme success. <laughs> I can. I can. Just okay. So you can roll two d six, six and. Five and add twelve. So that's uh, eleven plus twelve is twenty-three. Twenty-three. Yeah. So you blast this salt into it. Yes. And um, it bubbles and boils where you hit where the salt peppers it, and it it immediately withdraws upwards, and you hear the house sort of shaking slightly as it as it starts rumbling. You're aware of it moving across the house and it's coming back down the other way, oh, the way you came. You realise you have a chance to escape. Is there, a, is there an obvious other way out of this room? Through the through the ceiling. The way... But that's not within jumping reach, is it? Oh, the rope's still there. The sheet. Yeah. The rope's still there. But I'm going to need... To, I mean, am I going to need to climb roll for that? Probably. Well, I'll give it a go. I'm going to try and climb up the rope. How much luck have you got left? Not very much. I've got 13 luck. Climb is 20. Fuck. No. No, we it. Well, I'm going to have to push it. Push the roll. I mean, the problem is I can't... I'm struggling to climb the rope because I've blown off... I've cut off half my hand. Um, But I've still got the machete. Ordinarily, I'd give... Like, if you took the time, you'd be able to climb and it'd be fine. But it is coming back the other way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what I'm going to do is uh, is strip off my jacket and my cravat, wrap my cravat around my bleeding hand so I can grasp with it, get the machete and and jab in the sheet with the machete and pull myself up like that. Yes! I rolled a 10. That's a hard success on my climb. <laughs> oh, my God. Just as you're getting, you, you start climbing and you, you feel it and you can hear it coming down the cellar steps and it slams into the floor and then you just get out as you see it sort of rushing up to the door of the coal uh, the coal cellar um, and you start running um, 
all the windows have been smashed in here. So I don't know if you want to run, which way you want to run. If you want to go through the window. They told us not to break a window. <laughs> and I, I just run out the front door. I think the front door is probably... You the see this exit. wreckage of a car smashed into the fountain. And in the distance, on their way to the front gate, you can see uh, Rosalie dragging the unconscious and broken body of Sebastian Palmer in the rain. Well, I... I... I run towards them. As the three of you manage to get to the gate, you see, like a godsend, of course, Joe Varelli didn't walk here. He drove here. And his car is right there. Oh, my God. It's literally... Bless up. Saving Palmer's life. So one of you needs to go back and get the keys off him. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. What about... Someone who's really good at mechanical repair maybe could hotwire the car. That could, that could work. That I could mean, work. I've still got the doctor's bag of drugs. I'm unconscious, but you could feed me enough to stimulate me to the point where I might be able to... Is he still unconscious? Right. I'm going to do a... Oh, um, what role would that be? Could you do a role for, like, waking up an unconscious person with a cocktail of drugs? A medicine, I'm going to do a medicine role to, to, to um, give him some kind of stimulant. I, I think while they're doing that, she just starts running back to the car. Back to the wreckage of the car. Wait. Yeah, yeah, because that's where the keys are, right? What? Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Well, I'm going to give... While you're doing that, I'm going to um, basically... Oh, Put some amphetamines up uh, up his nose and blow. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't work. Obviously, didn't blow hard enough. Um, if there's anything I, I can roll on unconsciously, luck or anything like, I open a vein and start rubbing crumbled up amphetamines into Sebastian Palmer's veins. Fucking hell. <laughs> No, no, no. So you just another fail. You just cut me open. Yeah, Sebastian Palmer is so. Hang on, you cut open his veins and and a pushed roll. Yeah, yeah, that's what I did. So Sebastian Palmer is now back at death's door, and he needs first aid. Yeah. Is is there is there is there any chance I see him doing this maneuver? No, no, there isn't. I ran. I trust um, you. So you get you get to the body of of Joe Varelli crushed under this car. Mm. I either need a, a a strength roll to lift the car long enough for you to just get to the keys, or a spot hidden to see if you can find a, a way of just crawling under just enough to reach his pockets. Such such as the cruelty of skills in Call of Cthulhu. My strength, even at forty four, is better than my spot hidden. So so let's try a strength roll. <clears throat> not much in it it's five in it but I I, I I I swear to myself holy god damn mama if you can't hear me now there really is no justice in the world I can't believe the doctor isn't dead <laughs> all, all the demons you've ever believed in oh yes I've done it oh my god I've done it well yes 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 36 you lifted the car. Uh, I've lifted enough of the car to get to, well, I mean, with allegedly, if that's what... With an adrenaline-like strength, you lift enough, and he sort of his body sort of rolls out slightly, um, and, uh, yeah, you snatch up the keys. And now all I need is a dexterity roll to avoid falling over when you run, because the thing is in the doorway. Oh, you've got to be kidding me, man. Would I have a good dex? Just double check what it is. Oh, fucking hell. Think of Saoirse. Think of Rasheen. My young, my young family. It's not by a lot. It's by five, but I've done it. 69 on 74. Oh, oh. Your feet slip slightly in the mud. Oh, it's not good. Behind you, it is horrible noise. You start running. Do you look back? Um, can I do a power check? Yeah. Oh dear, I think I've just failed that. You can't resist. You get you get to what you think is a safe distance and you glance back long enough to see the body of Joe Varelli being lifted up by this ooze and slowly disappearing inside of it as it consumes him. Oh, God. That is another sanity roll. Yeah, it is. 
Oh, which I have totally failed. <laughs> what did you get? It's a 98. Uh, but it's on a 51. Oh, so close. Very close. It's very close. Yeah, now. <laughs> <laughs> it it, maths doesn't... Yeah, yeah. It played that played um, nastily with us. You lose six sanity points. Oh, shit. Um, and I need an intelligence check, unless that's yeah. pushed you over yeah. the edge. No, no six, six sam. So I've already lost four, so that's ten, but I had 55 to start. So I'm okay. But uh, intelligence check, yes. The intelligence check is still very much on the cards. Oh, and I failed it. Yes! Of course. Good. Ah, with a really high 90, I've rolled a 90. I don't understand. I just don't understand. I'm, I'm a dancer. I'm a dancer. I don't try to intellectually understand. I feel. I intuit. I sense. <laughs> it's, she immediately starts recreating the march of the Capulets. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Back yeah, I, I think she starts to sort of dance back to the car. <laughs> like a you crazed woman. You dance back to the car jangling the keys like mad maracas. I'm giving covering fire. She runs back. <laughs> With a gun that doesn't work. With a gun that isn't loaded and is broken. Um, <laughs> That's the 45. Oh, the, the 45. 45. <laughs> better. Um, someone so dancing you... back towards the car while someone just clicks <laughs> on a broken gun. I'll, I'll just roll luck to, to see if I get hit. Zero three. Zero three. Don't don't tempt fate. No you dance is. around the bullets as they whiz past you. And... Um, and then you arrive at the car, you look down, Sebastian Palmer's laid out on the bonnet, his his arm cut open, blood gushing out of him, and uh, and out of his nostril where I've tried to blow, blow pills up. Just force pills The up. doctor turns around and looks, smiles, and grins at you with a mad grin, and then you the exhaustion overwhelms you and you faint. If I had a medical licence, I think it probably would have been revoked by now. <laughs> Does the doctor want to do anything as he's the only conscious person here? Um, he, uh, he drags his two uh, bodies into the car, takes the keys. Do you attempt first, you attempt first aid on Sebastian Palmer? <laughs> no, I'm not going to risk it. He's going to die if you don't. He's going to die. Oh, okay. Well, I guess I better. I guess I better as first aid. Yeah, put my dice away. Give it a shot. I mean, that's why I did this. Wait, uh, wait. if someone's doing first aid on me, can I use my luck to pass it? It's a zero two. Amazing. Oh, yes. Extreme success. Extreme success. So, as you all come to, you're driving through the the pounding rain uh, down these country roads back to Gamwell. Yeah, I need a. I need to get to a doctor. Well, I, uh, I, I, I may not be a medical doctor, but yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know, Doc. You may not be a medical doctor. You may not be a physical doctor. You may not be a fucking vegetarian doctor. I don't. <laughs> I need someone who's a doctor. Um, we will get you to a doctor. We will get you okay, back to family. Okay, okay. Uh, I, I, I slip my hand into the doctor's jacket, um, and I take something out of it. But I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is that I take. Oh well, I can tell you what you take. You take a um, a, a beautiful um, a mahogany chess piece, perfectly carved, that looks like it's been very well, um, it, uh, worthless um, in monetary terms. But it looks like it's been very well loved. Um, and I feel I feel a hand, but I'm not quite sure what it is. And I reach for my own pocket. And I draw out this scroll, this old scroll with nonsense scribbled all over it and just the initials AC at the bottom. I say to myself, I feel this this warrants some very close inspection. The person who wrote this must have been suffering from quite some traumatic psychological distress. Perhaps a, a, a new paper is in the offing. Maybe I will be accepted by society at last, he mumbles to himself. While that's happening, I'm I'm sort of fingering my rosaries. And I, I sort of, um, I say, yeah, 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 yeah. Just, uh, hey, I just all I need is a cup of tea. S- strong enough for a mouse to trot on, as my mother used to say. <laughs> as my mother might still say. 
and uh, he sort of like drifts off into a reverie and you just hear him sort of calling for Saoirse and um, he sleeps on the back seat. Is there anything you want to do in the days that come about the house? Or do you yeah. get out of Dodge? Or do you go and see them? <laughs> I, I, I'm terrified of fire, which is obviously the most logical choice. But the thing I most want to do as a union man is to make sure no cleaner, no uh, builder, no anyone has to come near this place again. Um, so something has to be done. Well, you, you can give me an idea role if you want. Well, I was going to suggest that I go to the Dodge Brothers and um, say, uh, hey, you know that, uh, that shipment of salt? Certify it. And double it. <laughs> yeah. It turns out it was important after all. Um, and I, I, I'll stay back myself, but th- that's the idea. I want to like certify two trucks loads of salt yeah. and um, employ them to sort of dump it into the cellars through those hatches. I, I say to the Dutch brothers, um, you, you were looking for proof that um, your client was deceased. Uh, I'm afraid I can offer you no proof except the truth of what I've seen with my own eyes. He is uh, very much no longer with us, but uh, I do not need to take the additional payment for this fact. What I have seen is enough, enough payment for a lifetime, but you can rest assured your client is no longer in in the land of the living. Mm. Um, I think uh, Damien uh, takes uh, takes the doctor's arm and uh, walks out uh, wordlessly, but with a haughty uh, expression of disdain towards the Dodge Brothers. Uh, but as but as we reach the bottom steps on the way out of the Dodge Brothers establishment. Um, I take I take from my pocket a, a well polished chess piece, and I and I show it to the doctor. Palmer, of course, is clumping behind us heavily, using my cane to support himself. Yeah, uh, which oh, I you, you gifted me which I've cane. which I've gifted to him. Ah, that's beautiful. And uh, and and I, I hand it over to the doctor and I say, "What do you say to an exchange?" I saw that you had a book in your pocket. Looked mighty interesting. Might make for some good reading. I'm bookish in my way. I know you wouldn't think it, Doctor. I give her a look, trying to sort of second guess whether this is something she's taken from me or found. And I think maybe it's a question I don't want to ask. And I say, I think you have a deal there, Miss Demien. And I pull out the book, which presumably is the... One from the cellar. Um, the try Is it the... Which one? The one about... I assume the one from the cellar. I think it's more interesting if it's the one from the cellar. I don't even remember the one from the cellar. I must have picked it up in my madness. That's the one. As I pull it out and I say, I'd forgotten I even had this. (laughs) Of course, of course. A a good exchange, I would say, Miss Damien. So, in the days that follow, you read in the papers that there was a strange event in Gamwell that the mansion the much storied Fitzgerald mansion most recently lived in by local millionaire Arthur Cornthwaite collapsed subsidence people said and it was just after some workmen had delivered two tons worth of salt the whole place just caved in (laughs) none of the workmen were available for comment (laughs) <laughs> oh God! Of course, of course. As they'd all been taken <laughs> suddenly ill, <laughs> and somewhere Rosalie Damien settles down to read a, or try to read an old book, a handwritten journal. It turns out many of the pages are stuck together or too water damaged to read, but she slowly begins to piece together Arthur Cornthwaite's account of his attempt to find the missing expedition of Augustus Larkin deep in South America. (gasps) The strange domed temple that he found instead. There's a strange bit of mould on the back few pages. 
you can't help but worry sometimes that maybe there's a few spores left over. This was an Apocalypse Players production. Rosalie Damien was played by Joseph Chance. Sebastian Palmer was played by Dannon McAleer. Dr. Johannes Bergman was played by Dan Wheeler. The Keeper of Arcane Law was Dominic Allen. The Cracked and Crooked Mance is a scenario by Mark Morrison, updated by Lynn Hardy, for Call of Cthulhu 7th Edition by Paul Fricker, Mike Mason and friends. You can keep up to date on the Apocalypse Players by following us on Twitter at ApocPlayers or going to our website, apocalypseplayers.com. If you're enjoying the podcast, please do like, subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you choose to consume these foul offerings. And don't forget to come back each week for fresh horrors. Thanks for listening. <laughs>